0: This week on One Body Stewarding God's Creation, Kathy Hamel talks about her journey into the Catholic Church, which took over 40 years. Learn about her patience, perseverance, and finally, her joy. Kathy is being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Kelly Roper. Kathy Hamill, she is going to be talking about
1: her journey into the Catholic faith. And we know that all good things begin with prayer. Are you willing to lead us in a prayer for this next segment? Okay.
2: Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day and thank you for this radio station. And thank you for all of our journeys toward the Catholic faith. And bless everyone that's been giving to this great ministry of this radio station today. And we ask all of this through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: All right. So again, we're talking with Kathy Hamill. Am I saying Hamel. that right? It's Hamel, a long a. a long a. Thank you for a correcting me. A lot of people
2: me. say Hamel. So,
1: um, by way of introduction, um, Kathy has been married to Dennis Hamel for 46 years. Together, they had 10 children. To correct a,
2: that, yeah. Just to start the whole, the whole introduction off right, I noticed this just today. Okay. When I was rereading it. And it's between us. We have ten children.
1: Ah, nice. So that's because a story that in and of a itself. Because that makes a difference in what my story is. So together, between the two mm-hmm. of them, they had ten children, two of which are deceased, right. and they have twenty-four grandchildren, ten great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. That is awesome. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. Um, Kathy is retired from. Tell me how to say Meck and that. Meckenstock Meck Group in Hayes, and Kathy belongs to Sacred Heart Parish in Plainville, and is involved in music ministry. So welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. You. Thank it's you so for being be here. here. Tell us a little bit about your, you know, your growing up years. Was we're talking about your journey into the Catholic right. faith. So was a faith tradition practiced in your
2: family? If so, how was it experienced? Yes, we did have a faith tradition. I grew up as a Protestant, though not in the Catholic yeah. Church. Yeah, And actually, we were Methodist. And um, I feel pretty blessed by my upbringing. We had church. We went to church every Sunday. And, uh, of course, I went to Sunday school, and I went to MYF. So I do have a faith background way back.
1: Mm-hmm. And, in, and was that pretty much practiced in your home, or was it just a Sunday thing? Or... or... I
2: think mostly it was Sunday and then Sunday school, and just that's uh-huh. what we did.
1: So, so how did you get interested in the Catholic faith? You know, was there a specific event, a specific person that, that influenced you and moved you
2: towards the Catholic Church? Okay, going back, my interest became, came, actually it was circumstantial because I met a Catholic man. And uh, we decided that we were going to be together. And I knew that I would not be raising my family in different religions. So it was more or less, that's what we're going to be. I didn't know that much. There wasn't a person that, it was the circumstances of my life. Right, right. Because he was Catholic and I moved here from New York and I'd gone to school in Ohio. And so I came to a culture, mm-hmm. basically, of more than just a religion, a culture of Catholicism because he was from the small town of DeMar, Kansas, which is predominantly Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I knew that he had, well, let me go back, because he had seven children and I had two children. Ah, okay. And uh, of course we had our last one together, yeah. so we have that blended family. Yeah. But I just knew in my heart of hearts that that's what I was going to do. Yeah. I was going to be Catholic, regardless, because I wanted our children raised in the same church and yeah. to be together religious-wise. Yeah, I didn't know a whole lot about the Catholic. Well, I take that back. I knew what it what the Catholic Church was, was but yeah. you know, when you look back on something from from where you are now to hindsight, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, not only a journey; it's a learning process. So. Wow, wow! And yeah. to go from from two children to nine children, yes. just like that. I was wow. twenty nine years old. Wow. When we met. Yeah, and thirty when we got married. Wow. Instant family. Yeah, exactly. Go, that leads into my story because a lot of the questions that you'll be asking me, I might have a little bit of a twist on them, but it all goes from there into the annulment and what we went through yeah. to be okay. where we are now. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Okay. Well, as I said, we were going to church. We went to church every Sunday, and we did—I did as much as I could up to that point. I sang in the choir, I taught CCD, I did, uh, we went to church, like I said, every Sunday. And um, it was really just because of being married to Dennis. But you weren't Catholic at this point. I was not, uh-huh. I couldn't be Catholic. Oh, okay. All so right. when I had, when I, when we decided to have a child, to yeah. make yours, mine, and ours, yeah, we, um, I went through a sort of an instruction period to have, so that we could have our son, Mark, baptized. And, mm-hmm. and um, I took that kind of instruction, but of course that's as far as we could go because we were both, both divorced, and at that point we, we didn't know, I don't know, annulment just seemed it'll never happen, that type of thing. So we did what we could. And there were many priests that we had that kind of helped along the way. You know, every, t- every time we got a new priest, I'd take our situation there and see. And so yes. I was praying and praying and praying. And, and uh, part of that you realize also when you get... Not to the end, but to where we are now, you realize, you know, was I really praying for the right things? I found myself praying for the church to change and not me to change. You know, you, you said
1: every time there was a, a new priest there, you would go to him with your. Right. And what were some of the responses well, that you got? The
2: responses were the first priest, it, we had a very nice talk with, he said, don't, I'll never forget this because he said, don't, and let. Anyone ever tell you that you cannot participate in the Catholic Church? Not meaning communion, but singing and teaching and doing everything. Because back then there was a real, you know, you were kind of looked down on by yeah. people, divorced, you know, not as prevalent as it is, not that it's ever good, but there right. was a real stigma. So um, I remember that. So it seems like each priest took us a little step. And then, um, I went as far as uh, Father Joshua was our priest, and uh, I talked to him, and he was, you know, he tried to be really understanding and everything, and then Father L- um, Lager was wonderful, and I got as far as the paperwork. Mm. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real challenge, yeah, and, and now I understand why it needs to be. Sure. And it's sure. just, it's and you're a, talking about the annulment yes, process. It's a just, beautiful yeah. thing. I yeah. want, you know, yeah. And then um, to push it all the way up until just two years ago, of course, Father Leo. Not only we went through the paperwork, but then I went to see him and talk to him, and it was just the most positive experience. And then I realized this could happen. Yeah, I mean, forty-four years of going to church, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you, you know, this could happen for wow. us. Wow! So, forty-four years going to mass
1: and not receiving yeah. the blessed sacrament, exactly. not getting the sacrament I mean, of reconciliation. Can't imagine what that's no, like? No, I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, we especially right. if you're longing for it. You oh, know, if it's exactly. something that you really want. Yes. Many yeah. prayers. Yeah,
2: we even went yeah. to marriage encounter when we were first married a couple of years, yeah. and uh, yeah there's that same thing you go through all these wonderful activities and conferences and you get to the end and there's the emptiness yeah because that's when they have mass and mm-hmm. confession and yeah and you can't participate believe yeah. it or not i even longed for confession father leo says to think yeah. about it yeah yeah. Not what you're doing, not that confession part, but how you feel when you come out and of you confession. You come out of confession exactly. Yes, it yeah. was wonderful.
1: And so but you had already been baptized, so, so you didn't when you okay, came in. Okay, I church. was
2: baptized as an infant, but yeah. being so where we were in this whole journey, this process, there's no we couldn't find records and I didn't have any baptismal records. Yeah. And uh I mean, I'm 75 years old, so yeah. this is a big, long span of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and so um, in, the, in the process of getting ready to do this and talking about it, we kind of uh, knew we had to go back. And even to answering the questions and going through the annulment process, yeah. you know, we had no witnesses. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah, but so that's that's yeah. rough. I too. encourage people to do it when they can do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah. don't ever not yeah. do it if that's wh- where you're leaning.
1: Yeah, and tell them a little bit about that process and and what you you said. You know, it was rough. There was a lot of paperwork, mm-hmm. but can you share just a little bit about that? Well, there's process? many many
2: questions, and that that's probably the hardest part. You really have to dig, yeah, deep, and if it wasn't for Father Leo's. Confidence, I think, in me, and a little bit of pushing, yeah yeah <laughs> that um, you know there are many times that I started and put them down, I went through a process of just uh, why do I have to answer these? Yeah. that type of thing, you yeah. know, why do I have to do this, and then we I pray about it, and then I had to be in the Holy Spirit because I got through all those questions and yeah. And yeah. uh, Father knew a lot about, knows a lot about the annulment. So he was so helpful. Yeah.
1: Good. And me. was your husband doing this as well because well, he had
2: a divorce? His wife passed away. Oh, okay. So that, I think, was the, and that's what got us to, to start in again. Yes. Yes. But right. I, you know, he was okay. And I was under the impression that it was, again, that it was going to be, oh, Okay. Yeah. We could do this, but it was really me that had to go through the whole the whole thing the whole process, so it's yeah. soul searching, yeah, and it's yeah. really going at it through it's it's just such a cleansing, and you can correct me. the way that I understand it is that.
1: With the annulment, what they are saying is that the marriage um, was not valid in the first place, that it was not a sacramental marriage, so it wasn't valid in the first place. And that's why you have all the questions, because then they look at all these questions, and they actually have... Two people that argue, like uh, one for and one and against, you know, the whether the, the marriage was, was sacramental or not, and they they go back and forth, and then a decision is made
2: based on that. Is right. the way that I understand well, it. My father gave me a lot of hope. Yeah, when he went over my questions and uh, yeah. when we had our first yeah. talks, because yeah. I think he knew. Yeah, there was the- a, although you don't know, you don't know until you know. Right. Because they right. could deny it.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's good that the church sees marriage as a sacrament and goes through Absolutely. so much effort to make sure that, uh, you know, we aren't lessening,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: that the, I don't know how to say it, but lessening the fact that it is a sacrament given by
2: God. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what I kept thinking during yeah. the whole process. Yeah. And once that was done, then it was just a matter of the process and them, the tribunal and yeah. waiting. When you speak about stumbling blocks, I think that I'd like everybody to know that this journey isn't just something that you sail through. Yeah. You know, those 45 years, I'd like people to know that we, us, a lo- lot of people, yeah. had our ups and downs, our dry spells, our times of probably not going to Mass and yeah. just, you know, when it didn't seem like it was, well, me, it didn't seem like it was my faith, even though it was.
1: Yeah,
2: Because that's just part of it. There it's not a smooth sailing 44 years, but Right, right. But we stuck with it. Good. And there was no way that I was not going to continue to go to the Catholic church or come back or Yeah, whatever. So that was that was a good thing. Yeah. So we also had covid thrown in there. So Yeah, what father told me at first when when I went into his office, <laughs> he he said he just sat down and he was very matter-of-fact and he just said well when this happens it's going to happen and we're going to do this and by easter we're going to do this and this and i sat there in utter awe because you think is this really going to happen yeah because that's such a long time and then all of a sudden it's there and you think like i said before this could happen yeah and he was so positive yeah and he just went along like I'm taking notes and just, you know, acting like this is going to be real.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So. And it's
1: hard, I guess, probably to, to really let your hopes get up after yes. all that long period of time, because yeah. you're in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, it yeah. may not, you know. Yeah. because yeah. There's no guarantee. No guarantee. Until it happens. Right. Right. So, so was, then the letter finally came, and it was. Yeah. It was positive. It was positive. So was awesome. when did you receive the letter?
2: No, I'm trying to think when it was. It was before we were planning on doing confirmation. No, I think we were planning on doing everything at the Easter Vigil. That would be two years ago. Okay. And that was COVID, and we yeah. didn't. Yeah. We were not going to church, and yeah.
1: Oh so gosh, that had to you put finally it off. get so you wait.
2: Yeah, then, gosh, and you and get you go. all the way there, and then doggone it. So how it all came about for me. I noticed you asked about the the uh, sacraments. I haven't asked time. that yet,
1: but I will. Okay, so so um, yeah. yeah, we have we have a set of questions that they give I know, both I'm of us. So my <laughs> there you go. So what was it like for you? Um, you know, once you you received the okay, then you had to wait some more. Then you finally set the date um, and tell us when that date was and what's it like? You know, to okay. to receive the sacraments
2: for the first time. Well, this is another story in itself because I had asked Father I had to go into the hospital for a procedure on my heart and so we had talked about it and I knew that Father liked to do anointings you know he he encourages people when they're going into the hospital for any kind of a procedure to come to him and get anointing Mm because it's so important and so I I had told them that I would like to do that and um, so I had an appointment more or less. I said come in at one o'clock on Wednesday. It was a Wednesday before I was having this surgical procedure. And um, (laughs) he came down and sat by me and he said I'm thinking I'm going to just have a ten minute little thing and I'm going to go home. And then he was asking me a few personal questions and I don't know if what, I know it was the Holy Spirit because everything happened for me that day it all happened I took I received all the sacraments right then and I went I received my first confession or reconciliation and I received baptism and then I was anointed and it all happened it's a blur but it's a blur that I'll never ever forget Yeah, because yeah. it was so and it it actually kept me from worrying about things yeah <laughs> you know, your first confession, imagine cat confessing 44 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. know, yeah, that's why I asked it about the so baptism. Awesome. So were you you were baptized, then, right? I was actually baptized, but because I think there were no real records that we could find and I yeah. tried to call different churches and I think even though I know once you're baptized, you're baptized if you're baptized right. in the name of the Father, the Baptist, Son and Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. But I think it was just to make sure. Yeah. You
1: know, I you they know, call it a conditional or something. I what, don't remember yeah, what the yeah. the title is, but yeah. So so you still, you know, kind of assume, but also did as a precaution the baptism. Yeah. So you did still because if you had just, a baptism, if you hadn't been baptized, then you wouldn't have had to go to confession for all those years because baptism takes away original yeah. sin and and you know right. all of the the sins after yeah. that as well. So yeah, but since you weren't sure, you still needed to do right. all of the.
2: So it was all just right in front of church, and it was just... Yeah. Yeah. So So I remember going home, I think it was the day before, and I remember going home and telling my husband, he was outside in the driveway, and I remember going home and telling him, I said, if I should die from this, I'm going to heaven. And I explained to him that it wasn't just, I wasn't just a church to have this little anointing, and he got tears in his eyes, and it was just, he Mm -hmm. thought it was pretty special.
1: Yeah, really
2: special. So, so then I had to do confirmation, and okay. then after confirmation, we had our marriage convalidated. Yeah. So it all happened right. Wow. Right
1: there. Wow. So your husband wasn't even with you for your first communion. No. No. So no. Nobody was there. Nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> Just you and the priest. <laughs> wow. That's 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 pretty special. I think really. I told
2: them. I think it. It almost seemed like, well, if something does happen, you know.
1: Yeah yeah i want to be in the best place possible
2: sure you don't know when you go in the hospital and go under
1: yeah yeah wow and and so then um how long after that did you have your confirmation
2: march confirmation was after easter it was uh when did we do confirmation we couldn't do all of that at easter vigil so we had to wait until uh why is this going out of my head but this was about two years ago. Pentecost, yeah. About two years when COVID was first kind of starting and all of that, when things right. were closed down. So then so everything got that. better with COVID. Yeah. And we were still having just masses separated, you know, like certain amount of people could go at certain times. Yeah. So it was the first mass after, Pente- is it Pentecost? Why am I not being able to mm-hmm. think I'm about sure. this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had to wait because not doing any extra yeah. vigil, yeah. we picked the next, like, important Oh, okay so it was pentecost yeah so it was right the first mass so it was a tuesday night mass nice. and we had our marriage and wow. then right before that it was like we had a confirmation there was another person being confirmed and myself mm, beautiful so how has the catholic church and your faith
1: been a solace during difficult times in your life even before you were catholic Right, so it was still a solace even oh, before oh, you were awesome. Catholic. Oh, yeah. yes,
2: so yeah. much. Well, losing two children is very yeah. difficult. Yeah. for you know anybody. You know, you're not supposed to lose your children before you do. Sure. So this, um when I lost my daughter six years ago. Now she's been gone, and I don't having the faith. I I don't know what I would have done without my Catholic faith. Yeah. And the whole funeral process and everything that's such, such a, a blessing to have. Yeah our faith and
1: you know there's there's just so much that goes into a catholic funeral you know all of the sacraments catholic funeral catholic marriage you know just uh, such beauty and you know the the burial rite and and all the prayers that for the for the one who's died what a Mm -hmm. you know the incense it brings in all our senses as well so
2: blessed with everything that we have truly
1: What do you do to continue your growth? I mean, you you spent all these years longing and waiting, and now you can receive the Blessed Sacrament. You can receive the the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Mm -hmm. You had your marriage blessed. How awesome is that? How do you continue
2: to grow at this point? Well, one of the biggest things is I started Bible study before and, of course, have continued. We've had four really wonderful Bible studies at our parish. And it's a great adventure series with Jeff Cavins and, of course, Father leading us now. It's, it's just been awesome. I mean, we can t- continue to study our faith, which is really good. Right. And right. we've done the, the Bible timeline, and we've done Matthew, and we've done Revelation, and now we're doing the book of Acts. Wow, beautiful. Very intense. Very intense. But very good. Yeah. So anybody good. should take a Bible study if they can. Out there now. Yeah. For Catholics. Yeah. So much. And Isn't our it wonderful, wonderful Catholic bookstore here. Of course, listening to Catholic radio, I listen all day long. You can't go wrong. You know. There's yeah. so much learning there too. Yeah. Along with you know, you see you 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 pray for people and you go and you hear these shows that are People are calling in with their problems and it's you can just be with them almost through the radio and Mm -hmm. pray with them and learning about our faith and Yeah. Especially the local ones. I love to listen to our priests when they come on to talk. Yeah. Isn't that double edged sword and the ones that we have here. Yeah. So they're just awesome. Ah, so So good. So I have my radio on in the morning when I it's in the car. I put it in my pocket when I'm doing my housework, and I'm just at home. I keep my phone in my pocket with tuned in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's been really helpful.
1: You know, and and you 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 made a good point because think of of all times. Right now is the time that we need Catholic Radio the most. Absolutely, with all the craziness in our mm-hmm. world, with all the cancel culture, with all the the problems with the media right now, where you know. They're just saying things that either are misguided or complete lies, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, I'm never quite sure mm-hmm. which, but, but either way, it's a problem to have a, a source that you can tune into and trust is so so
0: important and i think we can do that with divine mercy radio we need to take a short break right now but stay tuned to divine mercy radio we'll be right back with more on kathy hamel's longing for jesus one woman's journey into the catholic church On one body, stewarding God's creation.
2: One body, one body.
0: longing for stewarding Jesus. God's one woman's creation. journey into the Catholic Church.
2: One body, one body.
0: with Kathy Hamel. One body. Stewarding God's creation. Kelly Roper conducts the interview. We are talking with Kathy Hamel.
1: She is talking about her very long, long journey (laughs) into the Catholic faith. And we are so grateful that she's sharing with us. I got to believe that there's somebody out there that's being inspired at your perseverance in 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 making making this happen and and your advice do it sooner don't wait right don't Uh, don't put it off just go ahead think of all those years you could have been receiving the blessed sacrament
2: you know so so you know don't put it off go ahead and do it find out about it talk to your priests find somebody that really really knows find out what really happens with annulment
1: what is it that you know that you like best about being in the Catholic Church I love the mass, yeah,
2: yeah, which I think everybody does, but they should. I love the mass. I love the Eucharist. I love all the sacramentals. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sacramentals just, meaning it? so like much—holy water, and mm-hmm. you know what? What kinds of things are are your loves of the sacramentals? Uh, the holy water. Yeah, just
2: all the. You know, we we feel our our church. We feel Jesus. We feel. It's yeah. not just sitting there. We feel the bells, and we have we have yeah. so much stimulus in our yeah. church. Yeah, yeah. The bell. Is, what if they say? anybody the bells says the, the Catholic smells. Church is yeah. boring, they're not. They're not there. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. I mean, yeah. we don't have a rock band, but we have no. Peter the Rock, right? And, yeah, we do. Uh, you know what? What a beautiful thing we have in we the have church. We have holiness. We have yeah. a church that's founded by jesus christ exactly founded by jesus christ it's to me and that was for me that was the the thing the conversion thing for me was trying to decide, you know, what should I do? I was already married, you know, should I enter the Catholic Church, should I not? My husband came home one day and he said, my boss told me to ask you, if you if you trace any church back to a founder, you can go back to Calvin, you can go back to Luther, you know, on and on and on. He said, but Kelly, if you trace the Catholic Church back, you trace back to Jesus Christ and you can't do any better than that. And I was like, oh, and it, you know that was it. That's all it took mm-hmm. for me. That was that was it. Now we still, you know, had the process to go through, but I was like, okay, I'll you know I'll go to RCIA, and uh, you know that that was it. But you know, I just I can't imagine a better place to be not that everything's perfect there's still human people that are involved Mm -hmm, with the catholic church we still have human people but it definitely is a divine institution and Mm -hmm. christ himself promised us the gates of hell will not prevail against and so we have to trust in the fact that we have this beautiful church and it's the one founded by jesus christ and I don't want to go anywhere else. No, You know, I want to stay with no. Christ. I want to be there. Absolutely. I want to receive his sacraments. And I want all the help I can get. And I think we get <laughs> all that yeah. help
2: in the Catholic Church. And so many people that have written books that we follow, Scott yeah. Hahn, yeah. other people that are converts. Yeah. There's so many of our apologetic people that are converts. Yeah. They know so much about the faith. Yeah, and they really bring just a deep knowledge and of Scripture. And say it, yeah. you know. Exactly. You know it's real. Yeah, too. exactly. I agree. I agree. Yes, and there's so many Protestant people, like you said, that listen to this radio station that yeah. Yeah. there's something there. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I've interviewed so many people
1: that have come into the church because of... Catholic Radio probably one of my favorites I mentioned it earlier in the week was a person who was teaching at a Anglican seminary and and yeah. you know he came into the church but he used to change his dial on his radio he would change it when he got to work because he didn't want somebody to need to ride home and find out he'd been listening to Catholic mm-hmm. Radio you know and and so it was that private way that he could learn about the church and learn about the misunderstandings that he had about the church and then um eventually come into the church and teaches at a Catholic college now. So, you know, what a what a beautiful thing, but it happens all the time. You know, every single day, people ministers, you know, not just lay people, exactly. but ministers yes. with a whole congregation, contact Journey Home or Catholic Answers to find out more information about coming into the Catholic church every day. Every day, mm-hmm. that is the power of Catholic radio. And, uh, you know, it's not radio in and of itself. It's the Holy Spirit working through mm-hmm. the airwaves and touching the people's hearts. Such a
2: tremendous evangelization tool. For and the learning never stops. Yeah, exactly. It never stops. Exactly. I think it's just, it's not coming to the faith now. It's being in the faith and continuing just on to yeah. to learn because... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't stop. <laughs> Do you so have a favorite show, favorite <laughs> Catholic radio show? Women of Grace, I think, yeah. is one of my yeah. f- favorites. Yeah. I just love to listen to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, Johnette Benkovic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Johnette uh,
1: Williams. Oh yes, Williams. Williams. Now,
2: yeah. And I didn't. And I didn't listen as much to um, the Debbie and Jerry. And I don't can't remember what the name of their show is, but they come on where they just talk to people. Yeah and I didn't listen as much and then I had it on and it's just it really is awesome that they yeah. th- their whole show is what the people want right? and they get into some pretty deeps and then that's the one that you know that you're you're sitting at your kitchen table or some, and you're praying and everybody that's listening to it are praying for these people that yeah. have problems and it makes you think that you also don't have as many problems as a lot of people do. Yeah. They're going through such turmoil and they have faith. Yeah. But when they when you can get everybody praying and on the same page for people, it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that it, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but it reminds me of something my mom used to always say: "Look around, Kel. You can find people that have things far worse than you do." You oh, know, yeah. you, you know, when you're going through a really difficult mm-hmm. time, she she would always say, "Just look around. You can find, you know." And and mm-hmm. I do think it helps to us to put things in perspective, mm-hmm. you know, and and to really just turn it all over and say, "Jesus, I trust in you," you know, and and to really put it Absolutely. into to His. His court and and
2: uh, just surrender and trust. Yeah, but and not only knowing that, but also knowing that you're helping so many people just with your private prayer. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And and uniting our prayers. I mean, praying the Rosary with oh, everyone. Yes. You know, that's praying it through Catholic Radio, and you know, um, praying the Chaplet of I love Divine the rosary Mercy and the yeah. Chaplet. Yeah, just, it's just. Like they say, it's our weapons. Yeah, in this ex- day and age. Exactly. When I when I went to EWTN, Father Pacwa had a rosary in his pocket, and it was made out of bullets. He said it was his oh, no. his, yeah, his, his weapon. Yeah. So so it was kind of you know because he always talked mm-hmm. about the weapon of the rosary, and I think somebody had it, one made out of uh, out yeah. of the bullets for him. So he had it
2: in his pocket. So. so many rich people out there. All the priests, Father Mitch, and and then the answers that they give on the different shows. Yeah. Yeah, so good. awesome.
1: All right, so if somebody's been listening to you and they're thinking, you know, maybe I could, you know, I've been putting it off like you did. I don't know if I want to get an annulment or not, or I don't know if I want to enter the church or not. What would you say to them?
2: I would just say don't ever, don't give up. If you want to be in the church, just keep praying. Talk to somebody that can help you and just... It might not happen. It's all God's timing. There are things that you might have to wait, you might not. But I would say, too, that the annulment process is not easier, but it's faster. Yeah. One of the things that people still don't even know is that, you know, how it doesn't have to go all the way to Rome to the Pope. Uh, it used to have to do that.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: So it is shorter. Okay. All right, it's shorter. Excellent. So, yeah.
1: so when you say it's faster, it's not easier, but it's faster. Is well, simply I mean, because it's right here. Once the paperwork, yeah. it'll,
2: it'll happen faster if it's yeah. to happen. Yeah,
1: excellent, excellent. And what about entering the church?
2: What would you say? Wow, well, entering the church is just awesome. Just uh, keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye on Jesus. Keep yeah. your eye on the Eucharist. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So good. Body, really... blood, soul, and divinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everybody that doesn't know that needs to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I I truly can't. I can't imagine being without it. You know, we—I guess we got a no. little taste of that during the COVID, where you know we weren't able to, yes, to go to did. mass for a while, and so we did get you yeah. know a taste of it. Then, fortunately, at least for us, it didn't last all that long. Um, but uh, other places, they went for long, long time with no, still. Yeah, I, I I suppose I don't oh. know, but gosh, it's just amazing. And to it's me. just
2: God's timing, and our Lord is so wonderful that's another thing that i was thinking about bringing out is that he he brings you to a place and it's like you weren't ever back there you weren't ever without you just realize that it's how much it is god's timing you know i don't i feel like i've always been here because he has a way of doing that being where where i am in the church being receiving communion and Being in full communion with the Holy Mother Church, yeah. that it's it's like it never was any other way. That's uh, what God does so for you. Yeah, you've kind of forgotten all that longing, yeah. right? You know, it's there, just, but it's, it's, there. It's, it's nothing that you yeah. know I want want to dwell on. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: All right. Well, then, would you let's be willing me. to to lead us in a
2: prayer? So. Let's just say a Hail Mary. Let's do it. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother Mother of God, God, pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now and and at at the the hour hour of our our death. death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's One Body Stewarding God's Creation Show. If you're a business or service that can support this One Body Show, please note that your promotion would run three times during the show, which runs five times a week. Interested? Call 785 621 Forty-one ten. You're listening to Divine Mercy Radio, one hundred five point seven KMDG Hayes, one hundred one point seven KJDM Linsborg Salina, eighty-eight point one KRTT Grape Bend, and eighty-eight point one KVDM Hayes. If today you hear His voice, pardon not your heart.